Does this thing still work? That looks like it does. All right, well, here we go. Your eyes do not deceive you, or in this case, your ears. The Player Pandemonium audio blog is back. It's been a while since I've done one of these, so I might be a little rusty. I just wanted an update on what's been going on and why it's been so long since I've done one of these. After all, it's been so long, I feel like I owe you guys an explanation. The truth is, managing the show was a lot easier back during the pandemic where everyone was kind of locked in their homes and had nothing else better to do. I was also unemployed at the time, so I had a lot of free time on my hands. Now with the pandemic gone and me having a job, I can safely say I've not had a lot of free time to do this. Last time I did one of these, it was about the unreleased arcade game Power Up Baseball to kick off Season 2. Then I didn't do an episode for over a year. So yeah, Player Pandemonium Season 2, we're back. The main reason why I'm coming back is I still have a ton of ideas about video games that I want to talk about to everyone. Maybe I did have it right the first time, because apparently podcasts are becoming the new big thing now. I guess the video didn't kill the radio star after all. My goal in all this is if I can make one listener happy about my little rants about video games, then I think I'm doing something right. So yeah, the current plan right now is to go full swing with Season 2. My very first episode was about Kirby's adventure for the Nintendo Entertainment System, so I thought what better way to officially start Season 2 than talking about a Kirby game again. In 1993, Kirby had his first home console adventure in, well, Kirby's Adventure. This is the first game I did for Player Pandemonium, and it's one of my favorite platformers of all time, so it makes sense to also talk about another 2D Kirby game that I adore in Kirby Superstar for the Super Nintendo. There was also Kirby's Dream Land 3 for the Super Nintendo, but to be quite honest, that game never really hooked me as much as Superstar did. Another thing to note is, the first time I played Kirby Superstar, it was in fact the 2008 Nintendo DS remake in Kirby Superstar Ultra. Seeing how much I enjoyed Kirby Superstar Ultra, I thought, why not check out the original game it's based on? Kirby Superstar, much like Adventure, was released late into its system's life cycle. The Nintendo 64 was only a few months away from being released, so it's safe to say why this game kind of flew under my radar. I was already on the Nintendo 64 hype train. Most 2D platformer games is your basic go-to-level-to-level, world-to-world, point A to point B. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. However, Kirby Superstar does something a little different. The game is actually advertised as 8 games in 1. Wow, talk about a bargain. But there is an asterisk to this. Most of the games is your basic platforming adventure, which is not bad, but to call them different games is kind of an overreach. They're more game modes, if anything. So most of this episode is going to be about each game mode and how it's different from the others, and what makes them good and what makes them bad. The first mode you get to play is called Spring Breeze. It's actually a remake of Kirby's Dreamland for the Game Boy, but with a modern 1996 Kirby spin. King Dedede, the self-proclaimed king of Dreamland, has stolen all the food in Dreamland, and now it's up to Kirby, our lovable pink puff, to get the food back. It is worth to note, since this is kind of a reimagination of Kirby's Dreamland on the Game Boy, that Kirby's Dreamland was kind of made to be a person's first platformer, uh, easy mode if you will. So it only makes sense to have a reimagination of Kirby's Dreamland to be the first mode, just so gamers can kind of get their handle on what Kirby is. When you start this mode, it gives you a menu if you understand the copy ability of Kirby and kind of with an understanding what Kirby is. However, it doesn't matter if you pick yes or no, it will show you anyway. Luckily, this cutscene is skippable, but I did find that kind of funny. Spring Breeze does a really good job at introducing players to the game and understanding Kirby how he can copy other enemies' abilities and use their skills against them. All with that lovable Kirby charm that I love so much. The next game, or I should say game mode, is Dynablade. This is where I think the game really starts to open up, as players are now understanding after Spring Breeze how Kirby functions as a game. A giant bird known as Dynablade is terrorizing Dreamland, and it's up to Kirby to go through four levels before taking on the Dynablade himself. Nothing too gimmicky here, just the Kirby gameplay that you know and love. Next up is Gourmet Race. This has Kirby and King DDD in a race to the finish. 
Kirby has to beat King DDD to the finish line, all while picking up food to get a high score and be victorious. It also features one of the most infamous music tracks in all of Kirby, and seeing how good Kirby music is, that's saying something. Great Cave Offensive is a mode that focuses on exploration. This mode puts Kirby in a massive maze-like cave and he has to find all sorts of treasures in order to complete the mode. This mode kind of reminds me of Super Metroid or Castlevania Symphony of the Night of being in a big maze-like area trying to navigate where you're going. Kind of feel like a rat in a 2D maze, but in a good way. Some of the treasures you find in the Great Cave Offensive is actually pretty funny as they're callbacks to other Nintendo games, such as Zelda's Triforce, Mr. Saturn from Earthmound, and Captain Falcon's Helmet from F-Zero, you know, back when Nintendo remembered what that was. Definitely one of my more favorite modes of the game. Revenge of Meta Knight is another mode in Kirby's Superstar that's pretty much a point A to point B beat the level kind of mode. However, there's a catch. There's a time limit that Kirby must complete each level in order to clear the stage. All in all, to stop Meta Knight, a mysterious swordsman that's trying to take over Dreamland. Man, everyone's trying to take over Dreamland. Talk about a nightmare. The arena is a boss rush gauntlet that pinch you against every boss in the game with only one life. You can regenerate your health between battles, but you can only do this five times, so there's definitely some strategy here. Do you play it risky and save one of your heals for later and go with the health you have, or do you play it safe and take a heal now? This is very similar to the Super Smash Bros. All-Star mode. Sub-games is pretty much all your side games, or all your mini-games. These games are pretty simple, but they are pretty fun, especially with another player. Once you play all the other games, you unlock the final, longest, and hardest game of them all, Milky Way Wishes. It's basic Kirby gameplay, eat enemies, and then get their abilities. However, there's a catch here. You also get their copy essence that allows you to keep the power permanently even when you get hit. This is cool because it kind of adds a spin to the classic Kirby formula, and there's much more strategy and progression involved this time around. Kirby must travel through nine planets in order to save the galaxy. Pretty simple, but it actually gets pretty tricky at times, and the final boss is nothing to laugh at. There's even a space shooter section in the game. Man, Kirby's got everything. One cool thing Kirby Superstar adds is not only can you copy someone's ability, you can actually hit a button to get a partner of said ability as well. Your helper can also be played as a second player if you want to do some co-op gameplay. So yeah, real cool feature in this game and adds more playability to it. It definitely adds another element to what was already a great formula with Kirby. Overall, Kirby Superstar is a great entry in one of Nintendo's most loved series, with its happy uplifting music, vibrant colors, and tons of different modes for different kinds of players. If you're a casual player or just playing a platformer game for the first time, you have Spring Breeze. If you're more into exploration and collecting things, Great Cave Offensive will scratch your itch. And Gourmet Race and Revenge of Meta Knight are absolutely perfect if you're more of the speedrunner kind of player. If you're more of a completionist, Milky Way Wishes in the arena is your mode of choice. Kirby Superstar is like a buffet with a little bit of everything. Just don't let Kirby eat. He'll eat it all. If you've never been big on the Kirby games, then Superstar is not going to change your mind. But if you are big on Kirby games and never played Superstar because it kind of flew under the radar since it was late in Super Nintendo's era, then yeah, I'd definitely give it a try. Or try its remake in Kirby Superstar Ultra for the Nintendo DS. In the end, there's more than enough to feed a Kirby-sized appetite.